Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year and welcome to my podcast, Cambridge Advanced Speaking. 2023 kicks off with a new website, which has a blog with transcripts and also all the info you need about my Cambridge C1 speaking program. Before we start this episode, I'd like to tell you a bit more about how I can help you with this program. So now, a word from our sponsor which is me, myself, and I. Many Cambridge C1 students struggle with finding the right words when speaking English. They cannot think of ideas quickly when asked a question in the exam. And as a result, they lack the confidence to face the examiner. Now, of course, it doesn't have to be like that. My name is Christian, and I want to help you get a high mark in the Cambridge C1 speaking exam. In my one-on-one lessons, I'll show you tips and techniques to build your confidence when speaking, and I also show you how to become more flexible and to use more natural spoken English. My online classes are perfect for anyone who wants to go from a struggling English student to a confident English speaker. And if that's you, it's time to take action. Just go to my website, getreadyforsuccess.com and book your free 30-minute consultation with me in just a few seconds. I really can't wait to help you get ready for speaking success. All right then. So that was the promo for my speaking program. Now let's get on with episode number three which is all about the topic of relationships. All right, and we're back with the original program. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Today, you're going to learn some natural spoken English that you can use to talk about relationships. First, I'm going to tell you a thing or two about the phrasal verb get on. Then, I'm going to answer a question that you might get in part one of the Cambridge C1 exam. Next, I will analyze my answer. And finally, we'll end this episode with some useful expressions you can use to talk about relationships. All right then, let's get cracking. Ready, set, go. The excellent textbook, Ready for C1 Advanced, starts in Chapter 5 with a picture of her granddaughter hugging her grandmother. The title of the chapter is Getting On. Now, what do you think that means, getting on? Do you have an idea? If you get on with someone, you like them and have a friendly relationship with them. So, for example, her new boyfriend gets on with her children. Or, in my case, a personal example, I get on very well with all of my nephews. But wait, 
there's more. Of course there's more. Because, as you probably know, many phrasal verbs have different meanings. And this one is no exception. For starters, get on with also means continue doing it or start doing it. So, for example, again, a personal example. After a two-month hiatus, I finally got on with my podcast. That's another example that is true. It's a real-life example and I encourage you to do the same as I do when learning new vocabulary. When you can, make the phrases true for you. Alright? Okay then. Now here's another meaning. If you say how someone is getting on, you are saying how much success they are having with what they are trying to do. Here's an example. Nina, who is one of my students, is getting on very well in English. She learns very quickly. So, she's getting on very well in English. Yeah? It means she is having success with what she's trying to do. She learns very quickly. Now, according to the Collins Dictionary, there are eight different meanings of get on. So, if you want to learn more, I recommend visiting their website. Because, to tell you the truth, we really need to get on now with the topic of today. Relationships. The Cambridge one exam, 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 <laughs> part one question. Okay then, let's look at a possible part one question. Is it better to have a few close friends or a wide circle of acquaintances? Hmm, interesting question. Before I give you my answer, let's make sure everyone understands what acquaintance means. An acquaintance is someone you have met and know slightly, but not well. If you have an acquaintance with someone, you've met them and you know them. You can also make someone's acquaintance, and then, when you make someone's, someone's acquaintance, you meet them for the first time and get to know them a little. So, another personal example. I've known his sister for seven years. I first met her acquaintance in 2015 at a business conference in London. Yeah? So, I met her for the first time and got to know her a little in 2015. I first met her acquaintance. All right, let's get back to the question. Is it better to have a few close friends or a wide circle of acquaintances? Here's my answer. Hmm. Frankly speaking, I'd like to have both. However, if I had to choose... I would go for a few close friends. To tell you the truth, uh, when I'm down in the dumps, I really need a close friend to talk to. You see, I don't like to discuss my problems with people I know only slightly. Mind you, I do realize it might be different for other people, but personally, I prefer talking to someone who's always there for me, in good times and bad. Okay then, that is my model answer. Loads of 
good stuff in this answer because there is a lot of signposting, there's an idiom, there's a conditional, and I use a lovely phrase to finish my answer. I start with, hmm, frankly speaking, I'd like to have both. Frankly speaking, to tell you the truth, between you and me. Yeah, if truth be told, I'd like to have both. However, that said, mind you, if I had to choose, I would go for a few close friends. A nice conditional there and the phrasal verb to go for. To tell you the truth, when I'm down in the dumps, there's your idiom, down in the dumps. I really need a close friend to talk to. You see, I don't like to discuss my problems with people I know only slightly. I know only slightly. Another way of saying that is I barely know with people I barely know or I hardly know. Mind you, another signpost, a contrast. I do realize it might be different for other people, but personally, I prefer talking to someone who's always there for me in good times and bad. A lovely expression to finish this answer. Okay then, I hope that was useful. Now let's end this podcast with some expressions you can use to talk about relationships. I'll give you four sentences and you have to complete the gap. Are you ready? First sentence. The noise from the neighbors is beginning to hmm on my nerves. I'm going to complain if it doesn't stop soon. The noise from my sorry about that. The noise from my neighbors is beginning to get on my nerves. To get on my nerves. Second sentence. His negative attitude has hmm a great strain on our relationship. I'm seriously thinking of leaving him. Ooh, that sounds serious. What's the answer? His negative attitude has has put a great strain. To put a great strain on something. Yeah? Number three. They set up a partnership in 2020, but the relationship, hmm, sour, when Laura's risky investments seriously jeopardized the business. And to jeopardize means actions that may destroy the business or cause it to fail. So the relationship turned sour, turned sour, of course, yeah? And the last one, his mother had always approved of his girlfriends before, but she never really hmm to Anna. His mother had always approved of his girlfriends before, but she never really liked Anna. She never really took to Anna. All right then. Four great expressions that you can use to talk about relationships. Now, over to you. Choose one of the expressions and use them to talk about your own relationships, past or present. Let me give you an example. Emma used to really get on my nerves. She was always texting me, even using different messenger apps. She never gave me a moment's peace. 
That said, things are fine now. She got a boyfriend, so I guess she has moved on. Yeah, Emma used to really get on my nerves. Okay then, that's the end of the exercise and also the end of this episode. If you have any questions about the podcast or any feedback, anything that you would like me to add or clarify, then do get in touch with me. You can email me at christian at getreadyforsuccess.com. I'd love to hear from you, always. Last but not least, you can now find the transcript of this podcast episode on my new website. Just click on Learning Resources on the homepage and that will get you to the blog with transcripts. All right then, that's all. Take care of yourself and each other. Speak soon. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. patreon.com slash buildyourenglish patreon.com slash buildyourenglish